Hello everyone, this is Rico, and you're about to hear another episode of Treks and Sci-Fi. Uh, this is a little preamble to that, though. I got together early last week and recorded a show with Dylan, uh, who I uh, know from San Diego Comic-Con for the last couple of years. We talked about Star Trek, we talked about conventions. He was at uh, Vegas, the recent Vegas TrekCon, and although it was called ST, right, or whatever, <laughs> we talk about that a little. But um, I recorded it with Dylan early last week. I was going to do my anniversary show this weekend, but I'm kind of busy with some home projects, so I'm going to push that until next weekend. So you'll hear at the beginning of this, I changed the schedule, but I'm changing it now before I recorded this. So anyway, this is going to be for today's show, for show 913 for September 3rd, 2023. Me and Dylan talking about Trek for about an hour, and a little bit of Ahsoka and a couple other things. And next weekend, on September 10th, uh, at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, I will do a live anniversary show celebrating 18th anniversary of Treks and Sci-Fi. Started way back in 2005, so hope you can join that. I just posted up a, a podcast. Sorry, a, a, a contest, a podcast, a podcast, a podcast contest. Yeah, I'll say that ten times fast for Patreon supporters to win a season three uh, Blu-ray of Lord X because that's coming up uh, earlier. Sorry. That uh, season four is coming up this week, September 7th. So I thought that'd be fun. If you want to get in on that contest, you just got to sign up for Patreon in the next few days. The contest will run till next Sunday when I do the live show. I'll probably do a contest on the live show as well, I think. But, um, yep, that's it. Okay, now get stay tuned. Here comes Dylan and I talking about all kinds of Trek and convention fun. So here we go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Treks in Sci-Fi podcast. Scotty, beat me up. Fascinating. Stand by to receive our transmission. Hey, hello everyone. This is Rico, and this is another episode of Treks in Sci-Fi. This is probably actually going to go out. I thought um, I've got my buddy Dylan. Hi, Dylan. Hey, <laughs> Who's hello. out in sweltering Arizona right now near Phoenix, right? Or in Phoenix? Yeah, North Phoenix. Just enjoying this heat. <laughs> He's melting like the wicked witch, wicked witch of the West. So, uh, but Dylan and I, we wanted to do a show again. We 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 connected up and met up at at San Diego Comic Con uh, uh, over a year ago at at, at the twenty whatever twenty twenty two San Diego. Yep. Had the had the infamous night at Ten Forward, you know, where we're like rubbing elbows like we're big shots with the celebrities. <laughs> But we're going to talk about cons. We're going to talk about Star Trek, of course. Talk a little bit about the the strikes, maybe, and how that's all impacting things and and all that stuff. But yeah, I think this show, Dylan, I think we're I'm going to put it out because uh, next weekend, Labor Day weekend, I, I usually do. That's kind of when I that's my hits my anniversary date for the podcast. So I usually do a special kind of anniversary show for that. So I think it, this might go out the week after that, probably, which will end up being like, um, I think that's like September 10th or something. So, but it doesn't matter that much. The, um, but yeah, so, uh, so let's start away with a little bit. We, we planned on talking. I know we, when we, um, parted on, on San Diego, I said, Hey, let's do it. Let's get together and podcast. And this isn't too long. We're only about a little more than a month after San Diego. So I think that's pretty good. Yeah, it's also pretty fresh. We have to we have to you know coordinate schedules a little bit, but but um, but yeah, I think it's it's not like it's completely faded from my mind. Um, so what I'll I'll ask you first, and then I'll comment. And I've already done some talk and and shows about San Diego, so I probably won't say too much. But what was um, you had a little bit of an interesting interesting experience there this year because you didn't you didn't actually have a ticket to begin with so maybe tell everybody how that all went down and then you got in on Saturday I think right right yeah yeah exactly. um, yeah I've kind of looked at the last couple of years actually I've uh, you know 
got various friends who have been in the industry that have got me tickets. Dylan's connected. He, he's a he's a player. He's a baller. Is that the I right term? Stuff. Am I using the right term? I, Are you a baller? People Is get that stuck with me? And uh, yeah, it's usually that camaraderie. Yeah. <laughs> but no, in this case, actually, it was a uh, there's a charity auction, and I was talking to I think it was the Comic Book Legal Defense Fund out in Florida. And wow. uh, okay. talking to one of their people. Yeah, it's kind of weird and, you know, friend of a friend kind of thing. Talking to them, they were doing a raffle for Comic-Con passes. And it turns out they missed one of the tickets in the initial auction on eBay. And, you know, they were telling me so far only eight people had bid on it. And I think it got up to, it was only like $200. Oh, geez. There. Yeah. And so, yeah, that was a no-brainer. Once I saw that, I, I kind of jumped on it. And, uh. Yeah, I ended up winning winning that pass on Saturday, which turns out was a four day with preview night, of course. <laughs> Even but, though it uh, was already two and a half days past that or whatever. But anyway, you which know, yeah. yeah, I mean that explains why nobody was really bidding on it too yeah. heavily. I want to go back uh, in time. Where's my, my where's my DeLorean? <laughs> yeah, I want my refund for those three days, man. Yeah. But uh no, there's enough outside stuff this year. I mean, I don't feel like I really missed out on anything. Saturday I kinda hit the yeah. floor. Uh, met up with you at the Star Trek panel, of course. Yep, and, uh, yep, yep. Yeah, we, Sunday kind of did the same thing. The Scott Mance, uh, you know, no celebrity. <laughs> yes, exactly. And we were able to see the um, the 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 um, what was it called? Uh, the crossover the uh, those old scientists. Those old. I, I wanted to say too many scientists. Yeah, those old scientists, <laughs> which which basically he made the point, and I guess there's a little bit of an inside thing that it stands for TOS, right? Those old right, scientists, yeah. TOS, yeah. Instead of the yeah, instead of the X. instead of the original series, you know. But uh, <laughs> it's funny how they had a sort of subtitle once they started to have like twelve different Star Trek shows, you know. So it was, right. it was like, well, we got to call Star Trek, um, you know, something else, so we know when we're talking Star Trek, it's not you know, Enterprise or Deep Space Nine or whatever. But um, but yeah, that was fun to watch. You know, it's. Yeah, I, I keep missing. They never seem to end up in the Detroit area. I don't know. Phoenix seems to get some of these, but and I don't know if you've ever gone to any. I don't know if we talked about this ever, but sometimes they have these screenings of like Wrath of Khan or maybe a Star Trek episode or something, you know, at, at theaters, movie yeah. theaters. Right. But it's really fun to see. Uh, it was really, really fun to see that episode with with a group of basically, you know, diehard Star Trek fans. You know, yeah, we're, exactly. you know, that's, that's our crowd. And, and it's, and it's fun because it, 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 you get a whole different level of experience. I was just commenting on a, on a Facebook thing earlier, uh, about, you know, there's, I, I don't know about you. I don't know if we've ever talked about this that much. I, I kind of have a feel for if you do or don't, but there's all this talk these days of people, you know, they don't want to bother to go out to the movies. Right. Right. But yeah. it's 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 a very different time or very different um, experience to go see a movie in a theater with a bunch of people than it is to just sit at home and watch it, you know? Oh, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. As far as those go, I mean. So it's a lot of fun that way, I guess, with people that especially people yeah. who want to see it and are interested and so on, you know. Yeah. I'm kind of a movie buff. So, I, you know, got the movie pass and all that. Usually go see See at least one or two every month, but uh, yeah, yeah, I, I did end up. Yeah, they had the finale of Picard here in Phoenix at IMAX, and uh, oh right, the very last scene in that theater. Oh yeah, that's you IMAX. did tell me. I think that story. I think you did. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that one was really cool because it was the same kind of deal where you know you knew everybody in there loved Star Trek. It just adds to the yeah. energy, and you and you'll remember that much, much longer and more, and it'll be more vivid in your brain than than if you had just watched it at home, right? Absolutely. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's like that's my, and I don't go. I probably don't go to the movies as much as I used to go to, but I go see the big movies. I mean, I saw like you know, I I saw the Indiana Jones movie this summer. I saw the Flash. I saw that Spider Verse movie. I haven't seen anything really at the theater though since I got back from Comic Con. I don't know. Just it's mostly because I've just been busy with a lot of stuff on the weekends and I don't really have time. Right. I wanted to see yeah, Oppenheimer, but I haven't gotten out to see that. And um, it's pretty good. Yeah, highly recommend it. Um, you know, more of a biopic than an action movie, naturally. Sure, of course. Yeah. Very yeah. well done. Yeah. yeah. No, it was 
definitely a fan of it. Yeah, so you were at Comic-Con on Saturday, Sunday. We kind of hung out, walked around, you know, did the usual stuff. Um, you know, a lot of people in costumes. But you're right about Comic-Con. You can just walk the streets of downtown San Diego, and unless you get within, a, I don't know, a block or so of, of the con, they don't really care if, you're, if you've got a ticket or anything like that because you're, you're really outside yeah. the convention center. I don't know if I've ever, if I've ever or, or if I ever would just go out there you know, because I have to fly all the way out there from Michigan. You're a little closer, right. but I don't know if I've ever I'd ever go out and do it uh, w- without having a ticket. <laughs> but the uh, probably not. Yeah, I'm probably one of the few who actually would do. That. Well, if you're close but, enough, uh, if you're close by, and you were you well, were able to ma- you know manage a ticket anyway at the last, you know, kind of like uh, I, I feel like I'm still your good luck charm. So uh, <laughs> you are, man. I'm telling you, I got to have you every single year there. Well, then no, we uh, then we bumped into was it on Saturday or Sunday that we bumped into that um, Todd Dashwick on, on the show floor, right? I think that was Saturday. I yeah. think it was Saturday too. Yeah, I think it was Saturday. Yeah, he was in the uh, yeah that you know Star Trek bomber jacket booth with uh, yeah all the patches and the fun stuff there. Well, well it's funny uh, on Instagram, and I think you might have seen it because I think I saw that you liked the post too, or maybe it was a different post. I don't know. But he was at a con this past weekend, and I guess there was a guy there that had one of those kind of leather Picard type jackets, and and <laughs> you know when you get pictures with celebrities, the official pictures, right? I, I guess right. he got Todd to wear his jacket in the picture, you know. So, oh, so there's cool. this there's this photo. I forget. I think I saw it on Facebook. But yeah, he seems like super easygoing, super cool. He doesn't really seem to be. He seems super down to earth. You know, he seems like, uh, you know. I hope there's I hope there's some alternate universe episode somewhere along the way where they figure out a way to slip him back into Star Trek or something. I, you um, know, I, I honestly, mean, I love Shaw in the early days of the Titan. You know, they, they, yeah, they sure, why not? I mean, I mean, heck, you know, they brought Tasha Yar back, you know, kind of. So, uh, you know, yeah, exactly. I mean, I mean, they killed her off in season one. What do you, you know? But uh, that's the thing about sci-fi; you can always do that. So, um, so yeah, yeah San Diego really was a lot of fun. It was, it was nice to uh, to be there again. I was still just a little bit disappointed because of the strikes kind of impacting, you know. Some of the yeah. stuff going on, it you know there there definitely was um, you could have a there was a little bit of a feel of a little bit bit different feel I think, but I also think it gave some of the smaller panels a lot more of an audience. Like we went to that one with um, Larry Nemechek, right, and and the people yeah. that did the behind the scenes stuff, the set design right. and things on on uh, on Picard, right? Yeah, jam packed. I couldn't believe how many people were there. Yeah, it was totally jam packed. Yeah, yeah, it was. That was. Then, I think that was Sunday. Even for all age, I mean, the fact that we were able to just walk in there. I mean, oh yeah, it's been I, you years know, since I've done all age. And I think I told you, like, we both traded that story. Well, a little bit. Yeah, you told me about your experiences, but I, I had never gone in because I just can't bring myself to wait hours in line for no. anything really. Um, you could practically be giving out gold bars and I probably would think about <laughs> waiting in line for hours. Um, but the, um, but yeah, we were able to pretty much walk in and I think I told you at the time a little bit, but I just had this vision of it being some like, I don't know, <laughs> multi-level symphony hall kind of thing. And it's just a big right. room with a bunch of folding chairs in it, basically. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just really it's really low, low tech, low, low level. Like I just had visions of it being much more, I mean, at least like movie theater level. It's not even, it's not even movie theater level. It's just built up like fable place and, you know, comic con. It's just a big blank room. Big room with a couple more screens. Yeah, it it is. It's really, you know, honestly, it seemed a little bit less polished and plush than like the other halls that they have in, in, the, yeah. in like ballroom 20 or whatever, you know, or some of the ones at right. some of the hotels, it seemed even a little less nice than those places. You know, it was kind of like, do I hear a cricket? I think there's crickets. In. Yeah. <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah it, it was, it was, but it was, it, it was cool. It was cool to be in there for the first time. And, uh, and who, who knows if I'll ever bother again, it, it depends. But, uh, but anyway, yeah, so San Diego was good. And then uh, let's just jump over to, to your the the other big con for you because you yeah. went a few weeks later. It was only like two weeks later, right? 
I think. Uh, yeah, it was exactly two weeks later. You went to Vegas, the the big annual August, usually roughly mid-August, um, Vegas Star Trek Con, which is pretty right. much strictly Trek, although I did see that all the Orville people were there. And I don't know if anyone well, else showed up for other shows, but... It was, it was the weirdest thing. When I got there, there was not a single thing in that convention that said Star Trek on it. That was a convention. Yeah, they, they made a big deal out of that. Like, the, the, yeah. everything was like ST, right? They just went yeah. ST. And, STLD. That's all. I mean, was it. it like a magic marker? Did they actually have like printed no. material? Everything was printed. Um, wow. Same as you normally see it, but like the imagery was all generic sci fi. Kind of looked like those, you know, the retro like recruitment posters for Star Trek. I didn't realize that that even even using the name was more or less like, <laughs> you know, I keep thinking of the scene in the, what is it, Star Trek Three? You know, Genesis is forbidden. <laughs> you know, like yes, like exactly. Star Trek, the words forbidden. You cannot say Star Trek. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I mean, really, guys, we all know it's a Star Trek con. I mean, we have Star Trek celebrities here. We have yeah. Star Trek costume people, you know, like, I, you know, it's, it's, it, but I, I heard about that and I said, really, that, that's a, that's a problem. I didn't, I had no it, idea that that was a thing or a problem. For it was it. a very big deal. It sounds like it was written even into celebrity contracts that, you know, you can't no say promotion. Star Trek, I mean, you can't, you know, spell right, being a guild member, but it, even on the convention level, it was, you know, kind of a very big deal to even whisper star trek in there i mean heck i mean you gotta i would think on the show floor i mean they're literally selling what like star trek action figures right that have the words star trek on them you know yeah exactly i I guess a dealer is different than a than a actor or or writer promoting it i guess in a way i i don't know that i mean that convention's a little bit differently run than others Um, but I, but I, I mean, in previous years, they all always called it Star Trek, blah, 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 right? Las Vegas or whatever. Right. It's not yeah, like I they the show a yeah. couple times now and it's always been very heavy Star Trek branding, but sure. Definitely not this yeah. Year. Yeah. It's pretty much exclusively that. I mean, like I said, I, I heard, I don't know. Did you see anybody else from, I don't, I don't have a reference point, but you said you've been to it before, but I mean, yeah. how much do they do do other celebrities who have done other sci-fi projects how much of a presence do they usually have there um you know it's kind of more than you'd think um, yeah is I've it really because it always seems yeah. like it's so trek oriented but... it, it, it's very trek centric but uh you know there's people from other projects i know the orville cast has been there a couple times uh-huh um, well that's pretty darn in as... it's about as close as to star trek as you can get for for exactly. one you know and, and really do treat it like another star trek series i mean yeah. they get their own panel they have you know the same spaces on the floor that you'd expect from anybody in star trek yeah but uh i know there's been quite a bit of doctor who there really um, wow yeah yeah um even with some of the actors and stuff mixed. showing up too obviously you know like the actors were there huh yeah i want to say god was it matt smith a couple years back uh-huh it was very surprising i was not expecting somebody not in star trek yeah, but, especially uh, Doctor Who seems to, you know, it, it, you know, being being a show from over overseas for one thing, you know, not even, not even yeah. American made show. Uh, I mean, there are definitely a lot of. I mean, I like Doctor Who. I mean, there there's definitely a lot of Doctor Who and Star Trek fans, both, right? I mean, that well, that, that like and, both. So, and, well, and that brings up a great point too. There was a lot of people from other countries at this convention. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Shatner was on stage and he he was telling some story about uh, being in Australia, getting lost, and he actually offended quite a few Australian people. There was a surprise. Yeah, what, you told of, me a little. You texted me a little bit about that. So how, what yeah, what exactly what, what kind of did he allude to that that like was he just you know Shatner jokes around a lot he you does. know like basically. Yeah. Every other thing almost out of his mouth, you can't quite really take that seriously because he's always right. joking, you know. Yeah, this was, you know, I think it was a story. I was getting bits and pieces because I was quite literally just walking through the hall to get to uh, okay. Sonequa Martin Green for the autograph session. But uh, yeah, it was a story about him getting lost in a cemetery in Melbourne or something. <laughs> Why was he in a cemetery in Melbourne, Australia? That, you know, to Probably begin with. Probably because he couldn't talk about Star Trek. I have no idea. Okay. 
Well, he, he definitely is the main guy. If there was somebody you could tr- almost trust to get up on stage, and 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 he probably prefers it actually. But oh, you know, you've been, you've heard him talk. I've heard him talk a bunch of times. He rarely talks about Star Trek unless somebody really asks him a pointed question, and then honestly, he really usually diverts right away away from it. He'll he'll throw in some anecdote, you know. But um, so well, he yeah, was in Australia. Seems to be the most, yeah. yeah, the most normal for him, anyways. Like you said, he, yeah, he can ramble about anything he wants for. Oh, absolutely. You don't even. You could show him like you know. You could show him like one of those. What are those ink blot cards that people you know that <laughs> psychologists use? You could show him an ink yeah, blot. Yeah, Rorschach test. Yeah, he he could talk. He could talk about an ink blot or Rorschach thing for for like an hour, you show him a, a butterfly or whatever it looks like. And, and he could just talk about that. So, so he's lost in this cemetery in Australia. What was he, was he upset that no one was helping him find his way out or, or, or what was it? How'd I, that go? That's the worst part. I didn't get to hear the end of the story. Oh, okay. It was, yeah. I waited. It was like two and a half hours for, um, Sonequa's autograph and oh. she had to go to a photo session. They give you tickets, but you had to be back. They made it very specific. You have a ten minute window. You here's your little three seconds. Yeah, time. yeah, yeah. You, yeah. I know how it is. Yeah, they'll yeah. give you like here's your ticket between three forty five and three fifty five, and you better be there, kind of a thing. Exactly. Right? Yeah, yeah, I've been, so I've been in that. Reason. I've had that. Yeah, yeah. That's always fun. It's, like, you know, they they move you through like cattle. Here, come on, they yeah, really yeah, yeah. Keep going, keep going. How was her autograph? Yeah. Did you get at least get to say hi or something? Like, well, and that's kind of the funny part. The reason it took so long was a hundred percent her. Um, she took so much time with everybody. Oh, did she? I yeah, mean, she seems like talked, she seems like yeah. the type. Yeah, she's super sweet in person. I, I've, I've she really is. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think, and super tiny. I'm just gonna say again, like, like Very so petite. tiny. Yeah. I'm sure she was probably oh, yeah. sitting down for the autographs, or was she standing or something? Oh, she stood up, gave me a hug. Yeah. Oh wow. I okay. Mean, cool. Just, Super, super nice, super friendly. But yeah, yeah. It was a good five to eight minutes that we were talking, and I could just feel everybody behind. Uh, me. <laughs> <laughs> they're yeah, they're burning they're burning eyes on you, right? Exactly. Yeah. But it's yeah. one of the, you don't want to waste the moment while you have it. But you also are did you get a? I don't remember yeah. if you put it up or something or anything. Did was was it just an autograph or did you get a selfie with her too or not? I just did autographs this time. Yeah, oh, you I did? Got, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, her, Anson Mount, and Bill Shatner. Okay. Did you tell Anson, hey, you remember me from the 10 forward party at San Diego a year ago? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he said he remembers the party. Oh, yeah? You asked yeah. him about that? You said? I did, yeah. Oh, I good for you. Said, yeah, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah, that was a nice little... Great time. That was nice. You know, the, the best thing about that, Dylan, and we talked mm-hmm. about it, I think, a year ago when we did a show post post the yeah. um the best thing about that was that was still a year where we all were forced to wear masks when we were at the con right, right. but when we were at the party everything everybody was cool everyone took off you know and however was, you feel about masks i'm not even going to talk about that it doesn't even matter you know you're obviously obviously right. you know even to this day if you want to wear a mask somewhere feel free but you know, but but people were able to do that, and we got photos with the, them, and it was easier. It's much easier. I mean, it, it's really hard to have a let's say a normal. I find it at least during the the masking times, I'll call it. But it's hard to talk to somebody really with a mask on. You know, it really yeah, you it really that is personal dynamic. That it's back and forth. it's a little bit of that, and just honestly, it's it's hard to to talk through that thing in terms of, right. you know, you get kind of, you get kind of, <laughs> I won't be gross too much, but it gets kind of, your mask gets kind of wet. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Maybe I spit yeah. too much when I talk. I don't, I don't know. But, uh, <laughs> but it, well, that's cool that he, that he mentioned that he remembered it and stuff like that. That's, you know, he seems yeah. the, he, that guy is just the coolest dude around. You know, I want to be like Anson Mount, basically. I want to be like William oh. Shatner when I'm like 93 two or whatever exactly, yeah. but i want to be like anton mount right now because the guy just seems he's just super level-headed he seems super appreciative to to his very laid back you yeah. know he seems very um, down to earth you can just talk to him I, I remember the little conversation we were able to have with him and at 10 right. forward you know and all that so uh yeah that's he that's was cool. definitely more sober this time i obviously yeah. with the strikes but you can tell that he was not happy with the situation yeah, I can. I can. Uh, it must be a very um, 
I don't know what, you know, I can't obviously know what he's thinking or speaking. I mean, I know that, and I think he's still off. Like, he, I know he he kind of got off, like, Facebook and social media, and he was pretty, he, he seemed like he was fairly active. And, it, and he also seemed like, unlike some people's accounts on there, I think it was him always doing the stuff and posting things. Oh, yeah. It wasn't just oh, some, absolutely. like, aide or, or personal manager, assistant or a yeah. manager. No, he because the stuff he would write was very from the heart, you know, personal things, you know, whether. And it was it seemed like it was his interest, too. Yeah. Of, I mean, he's know, fairly political for, and, for one thing, not to get into any of yeah. that, but he's fairly he has very strong opinions about certain things mm-hmm. going on in the United States. And, and, and I, you know, my hat's off to him for that. Hey, if you want to. You're welcome to express yourself and, you know, whatever. Yeah, and, he's got and, the platform. Uh, I frankly mostly agree with him most of the time. So, you know, that, yeah, that makes it easier to like him, obviously. But, but, um, but the, yeah, no, he's, he seems, so you got Sonequa, uh, Anson, anyone else? Is uh, that at this time? Bill Shatner. Oh, yeah, Shatner. Got, yeah. Got Shatner. My that had to have been Shatner the fastest autograph. little autograph in, 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 in time, right? Cause I mean, I, I was talking to somebody in his group. Uh-huh. And she said he does about 400 autographs an hour. <laughs> what is that per minute? It's I, like, I don't even know. That's like, how is that possible yeah. even humanly? Is that like four I mean, or five signatures every minute or something? I yeah, think it is. Around there. I mean, imagine the hand cramps. I mean, Was it, uh, were, did you get a sense of, well, you probably couldn't because everybody's in there for a certain amount of time. I mean, was, did he have a huge line and everything or? Oh yeah. Yeah. It was, it was to the point where they were having people sit down and. Oh wow. Very, very. I mean, I sat there for a good hour and a half before my group was called. Really? And then wow. even in that line, it still took. About a half hour. It's funny, you know, I went to, um, you've heard of these uh, Galaxy Cons, right? I don't know if they, oh, yeah, they, they yeah. do they have any of those out your way in, in Phoenix or anything? Um, they have a, like a Phoenix Fan Fusion, which is very similar. Okay. But, uh, the, but, the Galaxy ones in particular. No, but, I don't but I went to one in, there was one in Columbus, Ohio, back at the end of the year in December uh, right. that I went to. And it was a really good guest lineup. They had a lot of people there. I mean, yeah. like that, you know, and um, and William Shatner was there. And out of all these years, I literally had never gotten like a photo with them or an autograph or nothing. You know, me, big right. mega Star Trek fan <laughs> from way back. And I've been to cons where he's been there, plenty of them. And but I just right. never went for the autograph slash whatever. So I said, OK, look, you know, he's not getting any younger. Let's just finally yes. do this. I'll tell you what it was. The I, I just got a photo with him. I figured I wanted to get a photo with him. I. If it was yeah. the choice between an autograph or a photo, kind of like, but, but it was the quickest little thing, you know. And I didn't right. actually have to wait. They were pretty organized, and and I didn't have oh, to wait yeah. very very long for the photo. But I mean, they shove you through there practically. Um, yeah, the biggest the biggest thing about about that because there seemed like it bounces around for him a little bit, is that mm-hmm. I, I was very very I didn't want it to have like the whole plexiglass barrier thing. Right. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, if yeah. I'm going to spend some money and at least get a photo with them, I, I don't want oh, a piece I, of plastic between us or whatever. And uh, I, I yeah, I could Photoshop that if I wanted that. You could, <laughs> but I, I just didn't even want to do that. Like it would just, you know, but, um, but even then I'm like, not that honestly that close to him, you know, in the picture, it, you know, I'm probably, Oh really? Yeah. It, it, you know, it doesn't look like I'm that far away. But but it's yeah. you know a couple of feet at least or something like You're not that. Sitting on his lap. I'm not sitting on his lap. Hey Bill, let me come on. Can right. I call you Bill? But uh, but uh, but yeah, I mean it was okay. It was quick. But they're shoving everybody through there super fast. Yeah. And and uh, he has kind of this expression on his face. If you look at a lot of the photos people post with him these days, you know he has this almost like I think you're almost wearing a mask, Mr. Shatner, like like in Halloween. <laughs> But yes, exactly. Yeah, kind of. He has this very I don't want basic to say emotionalist, but yeah, it's it's, but it's it's just the same. It's literally very, very. It varies very little. Like it, there's just a yeah. there's just the tiniest. Like there's very little. Like it's his photo op face. It it's is his photo op face a little, and I get it. I I would have a hard time just continuing to make a big goofy smile with every person i think a lot of that has to do with like like the younger actors like anson i saw some pictures from a con over the weekend and 
Ethan Peck, who we also saw at that 10 forward thing. I think those guys get, I think they get kind of jazzed up to meet the fans. And, and I think oh, it shows in the photos, you know what I mean? Like, like, and I right. get Shatner's been around a long time and he's not that young. So I, I get, but I think you have to sort of put yourself in out there a little bit, um, to, you know, so. and it's just the enthusiasm too. I mean, yeah, yeah. It, it was kind of evident with, uh, you know, Ethan Peck and Anson Mount's panel. I mean, Ethan Peck was genuinely excited to be there and I'm, I'm kind of paraphrasing, but at one point, I'm pretty sure Anson just said, you know, we can't talk about Star Trek. I don't know what I'm doing here kind of thing. And, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it was just it was kind of a stark contrast. I mean, he wasn't saying it to, you know, belittle it or anything, but, you know. So how did it work said, out then? So give me some. Uh, did you did you see that whole panel with them with both of them? Or I did see their entire panel. Was it yeah, just the two it, of them? Was it just those two? It, it was just the two of them for that one. Okay. Um, they were each on a couple other panels throughout the weekend, but that one was specifically. Uh, okay. So what, what ended up happening? Did they say like, Hey Anson, do you really like to ride horses, you know, and all that? Or how did it go? Like, it, it was a lot of that. It was, um, yeah. you know, how, you know, how do you find that personal trauma influences your acting? It was, you know, more, uh, huh. You know, questions geared towards his profession more than the actual character. Were they able to ask about, so were they able to ask about things beyond Star Trek? Things that, like, like he did that, um, oh, what was the Western show that he did? Why am I Hell on Wheels. Yeah, like, could they talk about yeah. stuff like that? Because I know at Trek cons, they'll ask actors. I think they, they get a kick out of asking Star Trek actors non, it's funny, you know, now the strikes are going right. on, they can't talk about Trek, right? But yeah, there are people they that will. talk about that either. There will. They can, they're not allowed to talk about other projects, even even if they're like from no. 10, 15, 20 years ago or something. Yeah, that that was part of the uh, the strike is they can't promote, you know, past, present or future works. Oh, wow. So so yeah, literally so, it was like, hey, what what would you eat for lunch today or whatever? Yeah. What's your favorite color? You know, do you have any animals? <laughs> that kind of thing. Which, well, I know, you know Anson's got a, a fairly newborn at, on, at home. I don't know if that came up. Yes, you know, it did. It did uh, briefly, yeah. yeah. He he mentioned, you know, the one upside to the strike is being able to spend time with his family, which obviously understandable there. Yeah, I mean, you couldn't because they couldn't talk about it all. But one thing, and I talked about this on my last podcast, um, Dylan. But mm-hmm. did you get a sense anywhere along the way, either at the con or anything you've heard or read online? I don't know. They had not started filming season three yet, had they? Do you have a feel for that? No. It I was in pre-production. Pre-production. I know that they, they didn't film anything. Like probably hammering out some scripts and stuff like that, exactly. and, and deciding yeah. what the what the seasons was, you know, the overall thrust of the season, whatever the plans are. But but no, they hadn't shot any anything, right? No, there. in fact, it sounded like they were working on the schedules, at the, the filming schedule. At okay. The time of the okay, so they started, at least so. that's at least a little bit of a plus i mean in the fact that yeah. it wasn't like they filled like three episodes or five episodes and have to come back and finish it in months down right. the road or something which i think would yeah. be much harder really truthfully i think i think it's better that they haven't started it at all yet so uh, yeah, i agree i heard this really really weird rumor and i don't believe it at all but have you heard anybody anything online and who knows online i just hate it sometimes it's a love hate thing but <laughs> I heard something out there that somebody was saying, you know, Anson Mount's going to leave Strange New Worlds after the next season, something like that. I, I hadn't heard that. I I would be surprised. It seems like he's genuinely. You know, I would be totally shocked. World. I mean, the show seems to be yeah. probably out of the new Trek shows. I I mean, it seems to be the have the most following in terms of fans. You know, seem to be liking it a lot, even non yeah. you know people who aren't really huge Trek fans. So. I think it was just somebody making up some BS, honestly. But, I'm sure, yeah. And honestly, you know, you see them together, they do seem like the cast that has the most fun out of the new tracks. Oh, yeah. The they, there's a, there's a lot of, it, but, yeah, there's a lot of chemistry yeah. there. And I, I think, exactly. I think Discovery's ha- got some of that too. You know, we, we talked, we've they talked do. about it, but yeah. I think the Discovery problem has just been that they don't let that show through on the, on, in the shows because it's, exactly. it, it, yeah. it really just focuses on so much on Burnham and, and, and really mainly her. I mean, it, it's, right. they used to complain about the original series just being a, a Kirk Spock and, and McCoy thing. It, you know, they kind of redid that with discovery almost, you know, 
mm-hmm. there's Saru a little bit. There, you know, there's Burnham, obviously. Uh, you know, and an occasional like you know, like book or whatever. But I mean, there's just. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see if this. I'll be really interested to see if this net last final season, if they've if they've made an effort to try to like flesh out and use some of the other cast a bit more. Um, I'm hoping they do. I really do. You know, the little they've given us, it doesn't seem like the actors would. I barely know their names. I barely know their names. You know, even after all these years. No, does she have a first name? Oh, I think it's like. Isn't it like? Kaylee or Ke- Keely or something or Ke- something maybe with a K. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but you're right. They're like the old show with Sulu only being Sulu and Chekhov only being Chekhov and Uhura only being yeah. Uhura. <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's funny how much they use Nyota or however you say her. How do you say it? Nyota. Nyota. Yeah. It's funny how much they're using her first name, like almost intentionally, <laughs> on Strange New Worlds. It, it kind of does feel like they're trying to establish that she has a first name. Yeah, yeah exactly. But yeah. but in Strange New Worlds, in you know two seasons, I can tell you a lot more about all those characters than I can in. Oh the, yeah, the I mean they, they've they've had you know there's definitely episodes and and this in season two especially with Anson in the first few episodes because I think uh, you know the the talk was that it was because of the new baby and he was kind of a you know couldn't couldn't be filming quite as much for for a little bit of time there but right. there were episodes where you barely saw some of the big primary characters you know like yeah they, I like, mean the one that comes to mind is the, the episode with Lon and Kirk I mean oh yeah. It was just There's basically them pretty much the whole episode with a little bit of right. stuff at the beginning and the end. But, but I mean, they're, yeah. yeah. So, and they did that a few times, you know, you had yeah. that episode with, you know, like Chapel and Mabenga, you know, they exactly. had a lot of screen time this season or the past yeah. you know, season two or whatever, you know, they, and they, they really used, used them quite a bit. Um, which is which is I I just like it a lot. I just think that's that's, yeah, that's great. That's something that I really enjoy about Star Trek. That uh, I'm really glad to see them doing. And that's what they did with you know they did that with TNG. They did it. They did it with Deep Space Nine. They did it with Voyager. But right. but I think in those shows, for the most part, it took a much longer start to start doing that. Right. Like, yes, like yeah. they still focused on the primaries and then they kind of brought in the others a bit more. I think the one probably that did it probably the most from the get go was like deep space nine, possibly, you know, where they were really using all the characters, you know, quite a bit. It wasn't just a, a you know, it wasn't just a Cisco show or something like that. Uh, but yeah, uh, it kind of seemed like the others were focused on, you know, the premise of what the show is supposed to be. Deep space nine was, you know, they're stationary. So the characters have to be developed and flushed out. Yeah. Yeah, and I th- I think they really wanted to make it a big you know ensemble and, and use everyone. So um so what other things happened in Vegas as they say that you know what happened in Vegas stays in Vegas. I mean, <laughs> any other stories from either panels or anything else during the show? Um, I'm curious more about. Oh, you mentioned before we started to officially record here. You mm-hmm. went to a panel. I don't know what the panel was called, but Michelle Hurd, who is in Picard. She's yeah. a, she's a pretty um, key person in this whole strike thing. She's on like one of the, the actors negotiating groups or whatever. She right. had a panel, you said, right? And she talked a little bit about it. Actually, she was moderating the Discovery panel with oh, Doug okay. Jones and Sonequa. And, um, you know, she talked a little bit about it. Sonequa kind of brought it up and she elaborated. Michelle Hurd elaborated more on it. Uh-huh. But um, the convention appearances were something that they actually had to negotiate with the guild yeah um, the unions there so they she actually went to i guess it's a board um, yeah you know whoever the the members that decide these things are yeah and um basically said you know can we do the, these conventions to you know fulfill our obligations to fans yeah with some stipulations that they're not to promote the work or anything like that but uh-huh. you know, just making an appearance and obviously the actors get a lot of revenue from autographs and photos and whatnot so uh-huh. to kind of supplement you know the loss of income from from the strike sure um, yeah plus it was it was a it's sort of a i'm sure the people i would feel this way they they had a commitment and they want to fulfill it if they can you know it, exactly because yeah. because there are people out there that will take that the wrong way right 
Right. Hey, screw yeah. Anson Mount. He didn't go to the convention or whatever, or, you know, screw, yeah. you know, screw Star Trek because they didn't fulfill their commitment. Like it, they didn't want it to become like that, you know? So. Yeah. And she said, I mean, she kind of explained her motivation being primarily, you know, support staff just because uh-huh. so many jobs are created with these conventions when they come to town. Sure. And, you know, yeah. it was kind of a, a genuine moment for her. And that was, that was really cool to see and, and listen to another Another perspective of the strike that did she elude or probably didn't comment one one little bit, but did she have anything to say? Like, I mean, like, do they think this thing is going to end anytime soon? (laughs) Yeah, I doubt doubt that. It was still pretty early, but yeah, she. she Well, it's still you know. I mean, it's the. I don't remember when the writers first started. You know, then the actors. Well, the actors was was like the actors is pretty easy to remember because I think it was only like a week or a little more than a week before San Diego. So, th- right. so that's only been like a month and a half now for the actors. Seems like it's yeah, a lot longer right than that. <laughs> it seems a lot it longer. Does, doesn't it? I think it's only because the writers, I think the writers went on strike in May or June, somewhere back yeah, then. Yeah, I want to say it was early June, maybe. Yeah, it, it's definitely a good month or couple months maybe before the actors did. Uh, right. So, um, but... Um, but yeah, well, when you you said that she went in and they talked and to fulfill these obligations, did did that become sort of a template? Do you think for like there's a bunch of cons that are still happening? Pretty much every weekend, right. I see photos of people. Like there was just one, the one I was saying earlier, where Todd Stashwick took a picture with a guy. Like they just had a big one over this. I think it was in, it might have been in Canada. This this yeah, most recent was it Toronto or might have been might have been yeah. um, I should have drove over to it because it was not that's not that far from me but um, but anyway so do you feel it seems like they've they've created a pattern here for them to still do these I know that Austin Texas has got a big con with all they've got a ton yeah. of guests that this coming oh, weekend I I just saw the lineup for it it's that's gonna be a pretty sizable one it, I was gonna go Austin, because but... I've got friends down in Texas and I was thinking of going but I was also yeah. I mean I blew a bunch of money at San Diego but also the fact right. that I was worried that some of these actors oh that's what I was I was gonna ask you about did you see a, a rundown of did did many actors cancel for the Vegas con did did some just not go anyway even though they were technically allowed to or whatever. There were a couple, but um, I thought that Kate Mulgrew was one, one. I thought exactly, yeah, Kate. She's the only one that comes to mind that actually canceled for that reason. But, for the uh, strike reason, you mean? For is the that, strike, is that exactly. what she claimed? She said she she's canceled for the strike. Okay. Yeah, in solidarity with the union. Yeah, whatever. Um, blah blah blah. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, there was God, maybe Casey Biggs was another one. Tomorrow. Okay. Um. I'm not 100% sure on that, but I know there's one or two other actors that were definitely... It's hard for me to imagine people, and I don't know if he's still doing what he's actually been up to, honestly. You know, is he, is, right. you know, is he regularly acting on TV shows, guest stars, movies? Yeah. I don't know, but, I, I, you know, it's like we've been to enough cons that we've seen some of these Star Trek actors from, from shows gone by that are... They basically, I mean, I don't think they're doing much work anymore. You know, right. and it's like I think yeah. sometimes they go to these cons to stay active and maybe make a little bit of money too. But um, you know, I, I yeah, I think that I think there's a little bit of. I mean, certainly the original series actors for years, you know, that's been well established and published. You know, I mean, except for the big top people like Leonard Nimoy and maybe William Shatner, maybe not even so much to Forrest Kelly, but I mean, those guys were going to cons just to make make some money. You, you oh, know, so. exactly. Yeah, I mean, it was huge source of revenue for them. Yeah, so I mean, it was well. I mean, and and they weren't they weren't getting regular. I mean, that was the whole back in the day of typecasting so much, and and they weren't yeah. getting they weren't getting new work and all that. So it's hard for me right. to think that somebody like a Casey Biggs, even if he if he did or didn't, <laughs> like ah no, I'm not gonna go to that con. You know, I got to. Well, you know. it was kind of funny. I uh, I was walking from back from lunch over back to the convention side uh-huh. and I saw Vaughn Armstrong wearing a suit and just kind of talking to him all the way back. I walked with him for a bit. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he did it cause he's in the middle of redoing his deck <laughs> and he's waiting on, waiting on some wood shipment. So he had some time off. It was like, yeah, obviously, well, he's just wrong. doing it kind of for fun. Yeah. 
Well, that guy's done a lot. Like he, he, I think he's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah, and he's um, but I mean, he, I think him, I think the guy who plays Martok, I forget who the actor is. Uh, J.G. Hertzler. Yeah, J.G. Hertzler, yeah. him, Vaughn Armstrong, and I think Casey Biggs. I thought that they had some kind of like mini little band thing. I, you know, I'm, they, I'm going by all my and, little my little vague memories, but I thought they 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 ended up on like Star Trek cruises. They're like the yeah. con, like the <laughs> the con greeters. Well, They're at every con. It kind of is, and yeah, it's funny because when I was walking with him, he was actually bringing his instrument down. They, oh, okay. So I am remembering that because I think I've seen some video yeah. of those guys playing or something or jamming they, somewhere. Yeah. They know. usually do it to like wrap up the Star Trek convention in Vegas. Oh, I see. So night. yeah, okay, I've got it. Well, that that's interesting. You know that. Um, yeah. Well, I'm glad that it turned into like a, another friend of uh, of mine that I I've known online for a long time and i and i had her on the show ages ago on the podcast this uh woman named amy ulin who lives out in i think the pacific northwest-ish area it's not that important but she went to um she was also in vegas i'd like to get i I should probably contact her and and connect up and and, because i think she was there you only went for like were you there for a day or two days what how long did you go to vegas was it (laughs) i I was a little crazy for doing this, but I left my house at like three in the morning. Oh my gosh. Drove up, got there around 8 a.m., uh-huh. did the full day, and then drove back, and I got home around 10 o'clock that night. So I just went literally for Sunday. Wow. Um, you are a mad, crap. you are a madman, sir. You are, you are a crazy uh, guy. Yeah. But hey, I'll do anything for Star Trek. Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> Hey, you know, you, you, you didn't have to pay for a hotel room. You, you know, you did, well, you could sleep, kind of I did. I, sleep you know, in your own bed those... type of thing. Like my, yeah, uh, I... one of the guys I work with, he does that kind of stuff. Like he yeah. would, he would drive crazy. Like we have some customers that are roughly almost that kind of a distance, like four or five hours away. So he would he would he would drive there for an early like maybe mid morning meeting. He'd leave here really early, drive to the place, have a meeting, maybe have lunch with them, and then drive back. Like you know, basically ten hours of driving in a day plus dealing with customer and like he always would say to me, he would say, you know, I like sleeping in my own bed. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but I'm like, that's kind of almost scary. You know, that that's a lot, a you, you know, it's a long day. Yeah. that's a long, that's well, a, what's known as a long day. Yeah. I originally was planning on flying myself and it's, you know, an hour and a half, two hour flights, really much more reasonable, but uh, the weather kind of turns south. So better to drive than it, better forward. to drive than, than fly in bad weather. Yeah. Yeah. So. And I, you know, I was going to go up Saturday. It's like, well, for some reason, rooms were insane. I think there's a women's basketball tournament. So normally, this convention is a little later in the month than it was this time. Oh, okay. Um, okay. And the rooms were three or four hundred a night, whereas the Monday after they were thirteen dollars. Well, I'm going to so be. I was uh, looking at that. And, I'm going to be in Vegas yeah. in uh, a couple of months in early uh, November. There's a big oh, car great. show called SEMA there. And, uh, yeah. and I'm going to be there for a few days. Hey, if you're bored and want to come up, we could hang out for, you know, although that's, yeah. a, that's a bit of a drive, you know, or you could fly, over, fly, fly yeah. over. I'll, I'll, I'll send you a text or something when I'm, when I'm going, I'm, I'm actually le- literally leaving on, on Halloween, oh, which cool. is like a Tuesday. And then I'm coming back. I'm not coming back actually till Saturday. It was actually a lot better for flights and pricing to fly back right. instead of fly back on a Friday to fly back on a Saturday. And, and, you know, yeah. I'm staying at the, I don't know where you've ever, if you've ever stayed at very many Vegas hotels, oh, but I'm just staying, at this point. <laughs> I'm staying at the Luxor, which is that little pyramid like one or whatever. Yeah. And it's kind of at the yeah, end, end of Vegas, you know, the end of the strip ish kind of area. But, um, the, uh, the main reason I'm staying there though, it's funny. It's only like for this con, for this, um, auto, auto convention, it's only like 150 bucks a night, which is right. crazy cheap for like, like there's a bunch of other hotels closer to the convention center that were like three, $400 a, a night. And, it, and really yeah. there's public transit that you can get to there. It's not like it's really, yeah, they have the monorail. And yeah. The monorail. And then there's a tram thing that gets you the rest of the way. I mean, or, or once I get off the monorail, I can even walk, you know, it's not really that far. Um, but, um, but anyway, 
yeah, so I'll be there for about five days in, in which, which is always fun because the, unlike what you're having for weather right now, Vegas in, in, uh, early November is just like perfect, Beautiful. perfect weather. Yeah. It's That's like every, every day sure. is like, it's almost like San Diego was at, at Comic-Con this year, although we had a little bit of dark clouds and it even sprinkled a little, which I've never seen when I've been there. But it's always yeah, always like upper 70s and sunny. Like literally it's the same every day there. San Diego's consistent. And, sure. uh, and Vegas yeah. in early November is just like that. Like every day, oh, it's 76. Oh, today's 76. Oh, tomorrow is 77. Oh, no. It's like, <laughs> yeah, there's months where we just don't check the weather out here. Yeah, because it doesn't change. It's like it it's literally change. like you feel like you're in one of those movies where like Groundhog Day, where you're just repeating. Exactly. And and yeah. it's so f- weird because Michigan is is so not like that. Maybe during yeah. the depths of winter, we have we have like days that are pretty much the same as each other. But mm-hmm. but during the summer, for example, I mean, every day is a question mark you know it could be it could be 85 or, or 90 or it could be like yeah. it is right now my temperature is down to 63 fahrenheit so, so jealous. yeah hey before <laughs> we've almost hit about an hour here so let's let's briefly um jump over to strange new worlds and and yeah. season two i know we wanted to chat briefly about it and i've talked about it on the podcast before but mm-hmm. um how did you what do you think you know give me your general impression of the last few episodes and especially the the season finale with the the whole big, uh, you know, spoiler alert, folks. After you know, it's it's been aired probably a month ago now, but um, yeah. that they had a big cliffhanger at the end, and uh, the whole the whole Gorn thing and all that stuff and everything. So, what'd you think? I loved it. I thought season two was kind of exactly what I was hoping for, which was yeah, you know, not more of the same, but the same quality, just expanded. Yeah, um, yeah. Love getting other characters better. I love how varied the season was. Yeah, I they mean, definitely musical episode, completely different, episode. different episodes from, from episode to episode, nothing, nothing the same. <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. It, it was a different genre every week, which was kind of fun. It's yeah. Amazing. They were able to pull that off successfully in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. What'd you think of, just, uh, what'd you think of the, uh, the new Scotty? I, I honestly can say I'm not surprised they brought him in. Uh, that seemed like, yeah, not an obvious choice, but definitely he'd be a good candidate. Uh huh. I liked him. I thought he was really good. Yeah. He, I don't know, kind of seemed like a, a mix of Simon Pegg and, uh, you know, James Doohan a little bit. But yeah. uh-huh. I could see him, you know, being a little unique, especially if he's, you know, got his professor on board as the chief engineer. That could be a fun yeah. dynamic to play around with a little bit. Yeah. I liked that. I liked him too. I thought he was good. I guess he's, I've, read somewhere saw something somebody saying he's actually scottish like he is like i think that's what i heard i don't think the act i don't think the accent is faked um maybe he's doing it a little differently than he normally speaks i don't know i've not i haven't seen him interviewed yet but um yeah i liked him i thought he was good the only thing that i was i mentioned this on my podcast a few weeks ago but the only thing that kind of annoyed me about it you know dylan was the you know how when you go to Paramount and you pull up, pull up the episode and it'll show you, like, before you even start playing the episode, it shows you a little clip yeah. of the episode? Well, right. well, with that season finale, they showed the scene with when they first kind of meet up with Scotty. Like, oh, like, no. like, and really? I, yeah, and I was like, guys, that's kind of a big deal. Yeah. And, like, you maybe didn't want to necessarily, I, I, I don't know if you're trying to get people to watch it. We're already here on Paramount Plus. We're going to watch it. Exactly. Yeah. Y- you know, like, you're, wow. you're kind of you know it's like hey yeah, no yeah i i don't know i just feel like there was there's a whole bunch of other clips they could have shown in that for that episode well, yeah so, that was a pretty action heavy episode yeah it was definitely and, and and it's just i don't know the weirdness of the way they do that it, it it annoys me sometimes you know here i i almost wish i could turn off like there was a button in in whatever in roku or somewhere like, do not preview the thing for me please Right. Yeah. It's hard enough to At stay away from spoilers, spoilers for for just when those new episodes come out, but it but yeah, yeah it, it wasn't really a huge thing, and like you said, it wasn't at all surprising. I think I think when when we lost Hemmer, you know, last year, I I think that, that was more of a shock. Yeah. Well, it was a shock, but it was also like, oh, okay, well, I guess we're going to be bringing Scotty in now, right? So so I mean, exactly. yeah, definitely. Like I kind of thought that they didn't. I I I mentioned this recently too. 
I kind of thought the one character that they really didn't explore a whole lot or do a whole lot with was the new engineer. You know, what was yeah, Carol Kane's a a pretty well known actor, yeah. um, But I mean, you didn't really, except for this whole talk about she's so many hundreds of years old and all that. But besides that stuff, you know, you didn't really learn that much about her really at all, no. So yeah, I, I mean, wonder if that was just because, hey, you know, we're bringing Scotty in, so let's not bother, you know, explaining a lot with her or something. So I'll be interested to see how much we see of her versus Scotty next year. You know, will yeah, will they both I, be there equally? Will it be, will she kind of fade to the background more or something or leave the ship even at some point? I, I don't know. I mean, he still seems like they've made him younger. I don't think he's like, chief engineer level yet maybe i'm surprised he was a lieutenant honestly maybe when kirk comes aboard when whenever they segue over to the you know (laughs) the inevitable uh tos reboot or something that maybe he'll be made chief engineer at that point or something but uh yeah no it was great uh a good season finale i I think the um the cliffhanger ending i know a lot of people are kind of it's a mixed bag right there's going to be some people are kind of annoyed by that um I mean, only in the sense that we're not waiting until 2025 to <laughs> probably see the resolution. But, yeah, prob- uh, probably. I mean, I don't even yeah. think it's possible for late 2024. I mean, if they're really, yeah, I think you're right. I mean, I think it's, well, we got Lower Decks new season starting up pretty soon. And in, in yeah. another, only in about another week or so, that's coming. Right. So we've got that. But then we're pretty much Star Trek dry for a while, I think. Oh, no, wait, we have Discovery on we tap. Have- Right, and we got Discovery coming up. That's which, done, right? They I'm did finish that, right? So I think that's. Although I don't think we have. Maybe when Lower Decks ends, I don't think we have an official. I just kept hearing early 2024, right? Yeah, so, right. so we do have that. So okay, we're good. We're good for six months or something. But, uh, yeah. but then it's going to be a big, long wait. I think. Well, let me ask you this: Do you think they'll stretch out? you know, some of these dates just to get a little more. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 I think a lot will depend on Dylan. I think a, a lot will depend on when the strike actually en- ends. Yes. Like, like, yeah. and I'm really wondering, you know, now that we're talking about it a little bit, I'm really wondering, will the, I, 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 I've been predicting in my back of my mind, like the actors will settle, you know, but the writers will still be on strike. You know, yeah. that, that's kind of, I, I mean, because I think, I think, I think there's more, let's say difficulties in, in, in that than there are the actor thing, possibly, who knows, or maybe they'll both settle pretty much nearly the same time. Who knows? I don't know if they're very different. I don't, I don't know anything about it. I'm just talking just, you know, in general, but I don't even remember yeah. if there's a precedent where they've both been on strike like this or not. I I, I don't even know. I, I can't, I, don't know. Yeah. I can't remember, but. Well, they're pushing movie releases. You've probably seen that, right? Like the oh, yeah. the Dune movie got pushed. There's a bunch right. of other ones that they pushed that I just saw something today. I think about a few others. Um, they're they're canceling shows that were going to get another season, or maybe maybe just canceling a period. <laughs> you know, like yeah. before they're even it's... airing things. It's it's ridiculous. It's it's crazy that. It's crazy that we're living in an age where they finish a TV series or they finish a movie and then they go, yeah, you know, we're not going to ever just, we're not going to show that. We're not going to release it. I know. And it That's has nothing even to do with the quality of it, right? It, it, yeah. It's like, it's just it's like a game. Or yeah. Well, it's it's that and it's it's a tax break because I hear that if they don't right. release it, they can just take it as a loss, which seems ridiculous to me. Why, could, why yeah. is that a tax loophole is like, well, no, you've got to release it. You know, you you can't just you can't just make stuff and go. Yeah, we don't like that. Yeah, we're we're not going to release it. It's like, um, I don't know. It'd be like some manufacturing company saying, you know, hey, we make a bunch of cars, but we're not going to sell these. We don't we don't really want to sell these. We're not really happy with the model, the Model T or the Model X or whatever. We're right. gonna, we're we're just going to scrap all these cars and hey, U.S. government, you know, or whoever it is, we're going to take it as a big tax write off. Yeah, I was going to redo my kitchen, but uh, I yeah. started it now. It seems like too much work. I think I'm just going to write off the, <laughs> the whole house. Yeah, exactly. I, I don't know how this corporate corporate uh, taxes and corporate, um, the ways they can do things is 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 well beyond me. So, uh, yeah. 
it, it, it's it, it's really yeah. Hey, one one last little thing I was going to mention or, or ask yeah. you about. Did you watch Ahsoka mm-hmm. yet? I did. Yeah. Yeah. What'd you think of that so far? Um, I like it. Yeah. I could see where it would be difficult if you haven't seen Rebels or even Clone Wars. Yeah, There's, I agree. It, yeah. <laughs> it kind of had that Rings of Power vibe where they don't dive into the backstory because they figure if you're watching it, you know, you you're know. invested. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They've got you already, so... Yeah, it's but, certainly very, and I knew, you know, they had, they had released between the trailers and other stuff we'd heard. I knew it was going to be mm-hmm. very heavy heavy with Rebels, which I loved Rebels. I thought that was a great show. Me too. And yeah, uh, it's nice that they're pulling that in. I, I was yeah. maybe a little surprised that they're pulling it in as hard as they are. It almost seems like that, I, that's basically that's, as much, you know. Exactly, yeah. That's as much a part of the show as Ahsoka is, you know. Ahsoka's really is. practically yeah. like a side character almost. I mean, she had a lot going on in those first two episodes, but but the rebel yeah. characters, it, it, you know, mm-hmm. they're 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 sure very heavy involved in it. But um, it it kind of just feels like Rebels, what season six, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, I just call it, it Rebels: The Next Generation. Yeah, you know, there we go. that's what I call yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> tie it all together, full circle. Yeah, <laughs> and that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, but I uh, yeah, there's all these rumors about the guy in black being potentially like all these different characters. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, I like, saw a, like a clone of the video game. Yeah, like a clone of Luke or Ezra, even or whatever. I, 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 I my, my hope and my hope slash prediction is he's just an unknown. I mean, people are saying, well, why are they keeping him covered up? I'm like, for you to play this game and, and think about who he okay. could be. You know, I, I think you could be onto something with that. I would not be surprised. Who knows? I, 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 I really hope it's not Ezra. I just don't see Ezra. No. He, he was just too, I, he was as innocent and pure as Luke, you know, right. and, and I don't see him ever turning to the dark side or whatever and all that. I, I well, just, I don't think that. that would that, open too many questions with how he made it back and Thrawn didn't. Exactly. It it just, it, you'd really have a lot of holes to fill. I don't, I don't think, right. I don't think it's him you know, but we'll see anyway. All right. Well, that's probably good enough. I don't know. Was there anything else from the cons or from, from Trek or anything else you wanted to, to, to mention or touch on any, any, you're going to try to go to San Diego and Vegas next year too, both of them or one of them, or what do you, what, you have any idea yet? Definitely San Diego. That one's kind of, kind of my annual trip I do for myself. I, I always yeah. enjoy that, you know, whether I have a ticket or not, I love hanging out in San Diego. It's, I kind of grew up, it's summers there with family and whatnot. So yeah, it's kind a fun, fun. It's a fun but, town. It's a nice town. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's, uh, it's very. Um, there, you know, there's a lot of great stuff to see and do in San Diego. Anyway, so uh, right. and, and, and the weather, fantastic. You know, the weather's fantastic. So oh, can't beat it. Yeah. yeah. No, it was um, good. It was a good con. I'm glad. I'm glad to we could connect up again. And uh, but man, absolutely. you know, we didn't get into Paramount Lodge though. <laughs> what was up was with that? Real, what was up with that place? <laughs> I was not willing to wait three hours unless I was getting into the same party we got into last. The Paramount week. Lodge, and then that booth inside the show floor, that Paramount booth place, which which yeah. was impossible to get into as well. I mean, right. I, I don't know. I, I wish they had a better system. I wish there was a way to sort of like almost like for autographs and um, pictures. You know, hey, you can get a ticket. Go online, get a ticket. Maybe you mm-hmm. spend a little money for it, maybe a small amount. I don't think they should charge you a lot. And the, and right. then you your time is to come at you know two o'clock on Friday or whatever or something like that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I exactly. just I, I guess that's a whole system for them to deal with and mess with. But I I stopped by that booth multiple times every day of the four or whatever days I was there. I could never you get, just in. Couldn't get in. I, yeah. I mean, literally, it wasn't even that I would. It wasn't even a line thing. It was closed. It was like the line they, is capped. Like the line is always capped. I'm like, yeah. and you talk to those people. It was like talking to a robot. Could you tell me when the line won't be capped? Like, are you going to open things mm-hmm. up in an hour and I'll come back? No, they don't want to tell you anything. You know, uh-huh. so it was very. Um, that's one thing about San Diego, and well, in some cons, this happens anyway. Not just San Diego, but. Some of the staff sometimes at these places are just the most 
they're not the most <laughs> friendly people. <laughs> they're just... No, and you kind of get it. It's a long weekend. They're dealing with the same question. It is, times, but, but man, you know, you've got to like. You can just fake it. I feel like we're <laughs> super nice and super polite people. I'm not giving yeah, them a was... hard time. You know, I'm not like the guy who's being filmed in the in the like on the airplanes. You you know, you're a pilot. Yeah. You know, you know this stuff. But like, I'm not that that right. belligerent passenger. I'm trying to be super polite. Like when we all it's ran over, yep. <laughs> like when we all ran over there to get that poster, right after the after the panel thing, after the yeah. we watched the episode, and they're all like, well, "What are you guys doing here?" And they were like, "Like, uh, well, they sent us all over here to get this musical. Oh, we don't have that. You know, it's like, what what are you doing here? Get away, move." Yeah, it's it was like, like okay, you know, the look. Panel, I mean, I think we left as the panel was ending. Yeah, and it yeah. and it's just, I mean, you're right. And I try to see all sides as best I can, but I also feel like if you're being polite and kind, they should be at least polite and kind back kind of a thing, right. you know, saying, no, hey, I'm really sorry to hear right. that. You know, I don't know what happened. There must have been some kind of mix up. I'm really, you know, just a little bit of a kind word like that, you know, like, eh, you know, these things happen and sorry, there must have yeah. been, we don't have them here right now. Maybe try back in a couple of hours or something like that. You know, just it's all in the way you do it. You know, it's all in the approach. Exactly, Maybe yeah. just a little smile. Yeah, more than and, an, I don't know. Yeah, more than like I don't know what you're talking about. Like, right. like looking at you like you you literally have grown a third arm or or you've got an <laughs> antenna on your head or something like that, which is not uncommon in San Diego, by the way. No. So, all right, exactly. Dylan. Well, hey, thanks. I'm yeah, gonna I'm gonna sure. let's sign off from the recording. Hang on for a second. We'll wrap. We'll you and I can wrap up. But yeah, thanks for joining again on on another podcast. We should do. We should try to do one sort of in the middle of the year. Maybe wrap up. Yeah, and talk about to. talk about movies or TV, whatever you've been watching or seeing and stuff. Oh, lower and, decks. Uh, or... Yeah, yeah. Well, right. Well, lower decks. Maybe that'd be a good time to talk after that finishes up. I don't know if it's. Yeah, to. Have they been? I think they've been like, have they been 10 episode seasons? Is that right? Sounds about right, maybe. I can't yeah, remember. I, th- I think about 10, 10 to 13. Yeah, so about there. 10 weeks worth. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks. And uh, we'll do this again. I'm going to close yeah, the recording. Me. Thanks for everyone for listening. Dylan and I r- r- ramble on about Trek and conventions. And uh, and, and my, my one little last little pitch or comment, hey, if you've never gone to a convention, do it. There's lots of them to go yeah. to. And uh they're a lot of fun, and you can catch some con disease. Although I don't know, I feel lucky. I didn't get anything from San Diego. Oh, I got a bad. Oh, did San you? Diego. Oh, I'm sorry. I was I was knocked out after San Diego. Really? Were you? I'm sorry. I didn't. I, I didn't uh, realize. Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, it, it happens every once in a while, but uh, you know, last a couple of days after that, I was fine. Yeah, it, it, the good old con con crud. Yeah, but yeah, uh, but yeah, it 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 does happen. Well, I have a friend that that goes to a lot of cons. Another guy that I know that does podcasts and things, and uh, he's gone to a lot of cons. He travels and everything. Does has all done all kinds of stuff, and uh, he's been good for COVID, like all these like three years or whatever. And he just went on a trip overseas for the for a little vacation, and then he came back and, yeah. and had COVID. <laughs> so, oh no, he's fine now. But he That's said, "Yeah, I uh, I finally got it." But I, I, you know, he's gone to. You know, you know how San Diego is. I mean, you're literally yeah, bumping yeah. elbows with people for like three or four days in a row. It's like I don't, yeah, I don't as know. Close as you can get. I honestly don't know how I didn't get something, but uh, but it, you know, you just get luck of the draw or whatever. But uh, exactly, yep. Uh, but yeah. don't let that deter you out there, people. If you, as long as you're not one of those people who, you know, if you, if you get yeah. sick, you could have a real problem. If you're a healthy person, you you'll be you'll be fine. Don't worry about it. So. I felt great after Vegas, so it doesn't yeah. happen all the time. Yeah. All right. Hang on, Dylan. I'm going to stop the recording. Everyone, thanks for listening. And we'll be back again sometime soon with another episode of Treks and Sci-Fi. Bye. This has been a Rick Dosti podcast production.